ahead, bro. <laughs> oh man, JD, did you freeze? <laughs> well, sorry for the technical difficulties, everybody. Go ahead and get this started. Um, this is your boy Trey, aka OR Trey, aka Treyway. Um, I got Mr. Mike Drop with me, aka uh OTR uh JD. OTR mic drop and he just dropped from the live. <laughs> but what we want to do was we want to um go ahead and get started with uh with another OTR Beyond the Ropes edition. Uh, we were going today we're gonna be covering backlash um the matches how we would grade the how we would grade the paper on the PLE and also what we think is going to come as a result of the match of the matches. Um, also be discussing the new tournament for short hell. We'll oh. be discussing the new damn tournament. <laughs> Go ahead be discussing the tournament for the, uh, for the new, for the new championship. Um, the, I have some issues that I would like to discuss. Um, and then also, uh, I want to talk about this Omega and Moxley uh, Steel Cage match from AEW last night. Yes, sir. Um, so let's go ahead and get it started with the uh, Backlash recap. Um, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Backlash. Mm, backlash. So I, I even got, like, some feedback from my, from my son. Like, and he okay. said that he felt like Batlass sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, why you feel like Batlass sucked? You know, um, he was like, well, it has some moments, you know, like, uh, what match did he say? He said the Bad Bunny match was good. Definitely was good. Um, he said Bianca's match was good. But he said everything else sucked. I was like, hmm. So it made me watch it again, right? I didn't think it. I, I give it. I give it definitely a B plus. Um, I it's I'm at a B plus, but hey, but I feel like Backlash was probably one of their best best premium live events, and I want to say mostly because of the crowd. The crowd. It was good. It, yeah, it was good for what it, it was. The crowd but, made it made it yeah. better than what it seemed. Because, and I think that that's what WWE knows is that overseas crowds, like the international uh, fans, make their events way better. They're more, mm -hmm. you know, they're more involved and everything like that. So, um, I give it a B plus. What about you? I was trying. I was thinking about getting to see. To be really quite frank. What? Okay. So, what points do you give it a C? I think, honestly, and I was, I was like a C plus B minus, but because I'm thinking about it, and most of the, I think because it was so predictable, mm -hmm. is one thing that helps me that makes me downgrade something as far as like one of the events. Um, I could go by what what I did like. Yeah. Um, I loved the re the uh reaction and uh, appreciation Zelina got. Mm -hmm. Um, in her match against Rhea, you know, we all knew that she wasn't going to win. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed seeing Carlito and Savio and come out. Mm -hmm. Uh, the LWO actually looked strong for once. They did. Um, <laughs> um, but that was in the uh, priest match with Bad Bunny. But uh, yeah, I got them all. I got them all mixed together because you know they all a group. But I like that. Um, Brock and Cody match was cool. Uh, I don't. I don't know how to feel about the ending with the roll up. Uh, we could talk about that. <sighs> uh, the EO and Bianca match was fire. Like I said, it was going to be. Yeah, they ranked that four and a half stars. Yeah, I said five. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I appreciate the pants that Bailey was wearing. I might give it. <laughs> I, might, I might give it a B just for that. <laughs> um, uh, almost, and I did. I did like the way that I did like the way that the Seth and Omos match finished. Yeah, I did like that because we ain't never seen Seth hit a curve stomp like that. A super curve stomp. Yeah, from the top rope. Now I yeah. okay. As I'm as I'm talking about it, I guess I'll give it like a B. Mm-hmm. I get after my my first initial watch, I didn't I didn't appreciate it, but now as I'm going over everything, I'm realizing that it wasn't as bad as I maybe thought. But I but I have to keep remembering that when it comes to the PLEs that come after the really big one of the big four, yeah, that these types of matches are expected. Um, oh yeah, mm-hmm. and you you kind of know which. Which PLE, which show is going to be the one where things is going to happen that probably shouldn't happen or you don't expect, and then you should have to know which ones are going to be ones where it's just they're just doing it because they have to. Yeah, I mean the big the big four is the ones where we get the surprise, you know. Sometimes, sometimes they don't even give us that. Sometimes, but majority of the times we get we get, you know, at least one surprise. We probably guessed it. You know what I'm saying? Not not saying that it's a surprise like, oh, damn, I really didn't see that coming. It's more like, mm, surprise. Yeah, I kind of figured that, but I couldn't put, you know, my finger on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hold on. So, yeah, we could go mm-hmm. based. We could go match for match. Okay, yeah, I have, uh, have it right here. Go! Oh damn! Look at that. Thanks. Okay. Can you see that? Yep. All right. So we got. It's not in order. So we uh, we can start off with. Yeah, we start off with the uh, first match of the night, which was uh, Seth Omos. Okay. I feel like it was much more. Competitive, seeing that Omos is going against the likes of Seth Rollins, right? We know Seth Rollins is a carrier. Um, he can definitely make somebody who cannot perform good perform good. So I will say that about him. You know, Seth Rollins. Um, if I would say right now, he definitely is kind of like Deshaun Michaels of this era at this point. You know, he's he's he'll take a bump. He'll he'll uh, do a little bit extra just to make sure that it goes off as a good match. Now, I agree. Um, Seth carries because he's been he didn't he carries his feuds a lot. Um, yeah, I think that him and Cody bounced off each other well in that feud. Mm-hmm. But um he carries a lot of few. He's been doing it for a while. Even the feud against the Fiend, like Bray yeah. wasn't always there in person. He was doing a lot of vignettes and videos, and Seth was carrying that one. Seth was a big part of why the feud with him and Roman was so good. Yep. Um, even the one with Logan Paul, because Logan wasn't there a lot. Seth was. Seth was carrying right. that one. Right. So I think we'll talk about more about Seth in a little bit, but. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate what he did in that match. And mm-hmm. like I said, well, uh, the curve stop to finish the match off the top rope was crazy. Never seen yeah. him hit something like that. And that's um, the thing, like they made it made Omos look look his size. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he was he was made look he was made to look little against Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, but he was actually made to look his size, a seven foot four giant, right? Seth Rollins mm-hmm. gave him two curve stomps back to back and couldn't put him down. He kicked out. So he had to go to desperate measures, do a super curve stomp off the top rope. Perfect ending. All right. And speaking of Omos, um, so how do you feel about, about him having these one-off matches that are going to turn a fuse? Um. Mm, all right. So it is two ways that you can put this, right? So the first is he's gonna be a jobber, right? He's a filler. 
give somebody he's a person for somebody to fight if they have nothing or like if they need to build up then you be Omos okay and then we have a um or you have this potential coming right Omos is fighting headliners that's what I was about to say he's fighting main events so, so with him fighting main eventers we looking at we looking at him potentially winning a title eventually and I'm looking at the US or Intercontinental well Omos is a free agent so we can go after either one right so I like I the like fact to that uh, oh go ahead I would like to see him do the U.S. title. Would you like it to be him against Theory or against uh, Bronson Reed? Because I don't see Lashley getting that title anymore. He's about to move on to bigger and better things. Say that one more time. I said, would you like to see Omos versus Theory or Bronson Reed? Because I don't see Lashley fighting for the U.S. title anymore. No, no, Lashley's is definitely going to be uh, Roman's next opponent. Um, I would like to see him fight Theory. Okay. Yeah. But then, okay, but if he if he loses to Theory, then it's like it's like damn, uh, Omar, he can't beat anybody. But I don't, I, but I don't think he would lose to Theory because Theory is already competing for the world title. Yeah, but I don't think that. We're going to talk about the tournament later, but I don't – just early prediction, does anybody here think that Theory's going to get – going to actually fight for the championship? No. Exactly. Is he going to be a <laughs> finalist? No. He's in a triple threat match with him, Sheamus, and who else? Uh, I can't remember. I had to pull it up. But how it how it looks, it doesn't look good on on his part. But I always say, somebody who's fighting for a belt, who has a belt, is not gonna win. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like this ain't this ain't fucking uh, WCW. <laughs> right. Go Goldberg versus Hogan. Yeah. But I will say, um, just to finish off this match, I do like how MVP um, is still with uh, Omos. I don't think that they should break them up anytime soon. No. Um, now, I still have hope that the Hurt Business will get back together, especially with Cedric and um, Sheldon both being free just along with Omos. Mm. Even though Lashley is locked into SmackDown, you can still start it. Or um, even though they teased it, they do this a lot. They tease us with potential of a faction starting, coming back together, starting up, and then they end up swerving swerving us and giving us something else so we could just get the hurt business without lashley and get somebody I mean, else could, to lead it i mean honestly we could get the hurt we, we could get the hurt business with with lashley versus the bloodline if they are to stay together and that could honestly be a a, a flip like we we see them falling apart right and we're going to talk more about it but we see them falling apart Boom, you get the hurt business to come in immediately trying to dethrone. Okay. So mm -hmm. boom, you got Shelton and Cedric versus the Usos as number one contender for the titles, right? Boom. Mm -hmm. And then you got Omos versus Solo. Then you got Bobby mm -hmm. versus Lashley. And then you got the Mike Man with Paul Heyman versus MVP. Damn, that is star study right there. Like, yeah, that's our study. <laughs> so, you you got you know. got the Negroes versus the island Negroes. <laughs> mm -mm. Don't do it. Don't do it. Black versus brown. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, Shoot, right. Walt versus Haku. <laughs> all right. All right. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. All right. So. uh Let's talk uh, Theory versus Lexi versus Reed. I'm over it. I think this is one of my least uh, favorite matches of the night. 
did it take this match to for you to be over it or were you over it prior to that? No, I was over I was over it prior. Like I get I, I saw their feud happening, you know, boom, boom, boom. Honestly, for for a match like this, you could have aired this out on free TV. Yeah, like this honestly, this feud to me was just to get Bronson Reed over. Yeah. Um, because Stereo's already champion. Lashley's already a made man. Um, they had Lashley, Theory, Lashley's a two-time U.S. champion, so and a former world heavyweight champion. Didn't make sense for him to win it again, especially with him mm-hmm. getting, you know, with him on the pursuit and you already name dropped. Well, you know, he name- was only he was only going after it because he was screwed out of it. Right, but and but then you named like you name dropped Roman. So when he name dropped Roman after he was drafted. You kind of already knew that he wasn't gonna win. So I initially I, I was kind of hoping that Bronson Reed did win. Yeah, I was hoping that too, because like you said, Theory, um, I really don't know where else he can take the US championship. I don't see him I don't see him um being one of the people that they have with one of these long title reigns between him, Gunther, and what the Uzos are doing. I'm over WWE with these long title reigns. Yeah. Like it's time to you got to start having people have things to fight for, and right. I just keep the just keep the title strapped around one person for the entire time. Bianca had the Raw Women's Championship forever. Um, right, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I, the match was cool. I mean, for a triple, but it was pretty good. Um, yeah, it had it. It, it, it had a spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the spots were spots were great. Like Bronson Reed, for him to be that big man, like he can move. Oh yeah, he was another Keith Lee, Kevin Owens, Bray Wyatt type. Yep, big boy that could big boy. Uh, they got Fred Flintstone feet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, got two toes. Yep. <laughs> but uh, moving on to, what you want to go? You want to go Riddle, Owens, and Zayn versus the? Uh, nah. We go next. Bianca and uh, Io. Match. Um, I loved how uh I loved when Bianca how she was selling the uh the shoulder, the left shoulder that she hurt in yeah. the match. Mm-hmm. When she did the uh she did the press and then held her up with one arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Showing her strength. Yeah. But and, um, and we could applaud it. We could applaud her. She is the longest reigning women's champion of the modern era. So that any was championship. Yeah, that was the reason for her to win this. If it wasn't for her breaking that, she would have lost. Yeah, they, I mean, they made it. They did a good job of teasing the loss. Yeah. Um, I appreciated, like I said, I appreciated Bailey's outfit. Pants are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, Eo did her thing. She took it back to take over Eo. Yeah. Um. I was going to say, um, damn, what the fuck was I about to say? Oh, yeah. So you said that they gave it a four and four and a half star match. I predict mm-hmm. it would be a five. Yeah. Uh, I like that it showed EO, it showed the potential that she has to be a solo star if some, if for some reason um, people didn't see her in NXT or they were curious as to what she would do on the main roster once the damage control breaks up. Cause after that loss, it looks like it could be, it could be trending that way in the upcoming yeah. weeks mm-hmm. shows that EO has, EO could do it. I don't know how her promo skills are going to be. Um, when she's solo kind of maybe well, like Oscar. Yeah, like exactly. Um, but some people think that that's holding Oscar back. I'm, I'm not one of those people, but it's hard. That's why they say Shinsuke be having issues too. The language barrier sometimes if they don't speak it enough. But Monday, if you notice Shinsuke, his promo on Monday, he's talking a lot better English. I mean, look, he may have been working on it when he was gone. Yeah. But so. anyway, this this goes to show me that uh, you know, she's going to be one of the top uh, singles women's competitors going for them titles going forward. So I had I like- enough. Nothing uh, to say about this match. Yeah, and I think I kind of like how I like how the fans were actually behind EO. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, man, this match right here pretty solidified 
how I feel about them making Bianca the female John Cena. That was such a John Cena match and finish. It's it ridiculous. Was. It was. It <laughs> like, was. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It was. She was, it was the three, it was three against one. Yet somehow she, she manages, she manages to win with a bad shoulder. <laughs> like, that's definitely a John Cena win. Yeah, and, it's like, and she didn't get booed. It was just that the cheers for EO were so much more. Because eventually, as much as you love a person as a performer, eventually you want to see them start having to having to chase again. Like I said, I said a long time ago, Bianca is stronger chasing. She's not as strong as she is. She's. I'm not saying that she's not strong as a champion, but she's a lot stronger chasing. She's a lot stronger jumping through hurdles, jumping over hurdles. You get what I'm saying? Like coming against the odds. Like, and I guess that does make her more, even more John Cena esque. You know, when you have to jump over those hurdles and try to get to the shot, get knocked back down and stuff. So, you know, thinking back, I do kind of appreciate when she lost to Becky Lynch and she had her whole tour of coming back and stuff like that. Even when she had her first few with Bailey and they were doing the obstacle course and stuff, you know, proving herself that she is the it factor. So, um, even her, uh, her, uh, build up to her match with Sasha. Yeah. So, and I think when she loses, I'm not saying she's going away, but she, she might get an image change. I hope so. Yeah. I have a feeling that, um, I think we talked about this too. I don't think that Bianca's going to change until something happens to her ponytail. Yeah, somebody got to cut it. Somebody got to cut it, and it's going to yep. have her go crazy. Yeah, going to have like a like a she going to have like a mouth fishing. She's going to go nuts. Because mm-hmm. we've seen her with it. Whenever she does like regular interviews or see her on IG, you see her without the ponytail. So mm-hmm. it's whatever she can please make a uh, and that. And then that yep. may be when the street profits finally turn heel. Yep. But moving on to, she want to do Rhea versus Zelina? Yeah, we could do that. All right. Um, shout out to Zelina um, changing up the LWO colors to the Puerto Rican colors. Yes, sir. I respect that. I respect that. I yeah. like. I love the fact that uh, she didn't even get this big of a push in fanfare when she was queen of the ring. Right. <laughs> this is crazy. I know she's from Puerto Rico, but I mean, the Puerto Rican people came. They showed out. They showed out. For yeah, they, for real, for real. And you know, I and I hope, I hope Triple H and you know, talent acquisitions and relations, they don't they don't just use this as a one off for her. Like she really do got some talent. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. is she is the female luchador of the company. And she you know. proved, and Zelina actually get pop, like and not just because uh, they were in her backyard or whatever, but Zelina actually does get a pop from the fans. Yeah, bro, like, and she's like currently being trained by Ray. So any show got the Ray Mysterio cosign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's part of the LWO, the first female member of the LWO. Yep, I believe that's mm-hmm. the, yeah. There weren't any ladies in in WCW. Yeah, so. Nope. I mean, and it then, was, but they were with the filthy animals. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got uh, going back to when she was tag team uh, champions with Carmella. Yep. She pulled oh, yeah. the weight. She pulled the weight in that. Oh, yeah. And uh, speaking of that, you know, shout out to Carmella, Corey Graves. Yeah, expect Corey, Corey, Corey Graves then got her pregnant. Oh, we was all wondering what happened to her. She was on TV and she just she just stopped showing up. Yep. <laughs> so shout out to them. Um, but yeah, Zelina's been grinding for a long time. Yeah. And I think that she deserves a shot, a legit shot to go after the championship. Um, I know that they only gave her this match because they were in Puerto Rico, and I hate when they do stuff like that to the talent like only getting a match because it's in a certain part of the country right. <laughs> i hate that because then it's pretty much like you know they're going to lose you're just giving it to them for a cheap pop mm-hmm. but 
they but they actually deserve to have a legit shot. So I hope she gets a legit shot, whether it's winning a tournament, maybe she wins money in the back this year. Um who knows? Maybe she wins the Royal Rumble one of these years. She's yeah. won Queen of the Rings, so she's shown that she can win a tournament. Exactly. So, but how do you feel about Rhea's performance? No, oh, I mean Rhea Rhea's one of the most dominant women in, in WWE. So, you know, and I she feel says, like my mommy's always on top. <laughs> yes sir and she, down. like i and i just want to shout out like i like i think i might like the whole white and purple even better than i like the black and purple for uh the whole judgment, judgment day, day was rocking white yeah but i kind of like that white and purple though mm-hmm. yeah but yeah you know and and you know ria she sells like mm-hmm. even you know what I'm saying? She get knocked down. She's not acting like she's some unbeatable giant. She sells. Mm-hmm. Now I was just about to I was just about to say read my mind. Like she definitely sold for Zelina, and I appreciate yeah. that too. Yep. So, all right. So she walks out uh, retaining the SmackDown Women's Championship. Now, uh, where you want to go? We can go the tag the tag match. Bunny versus Priest or Cody versus Brock? Uh, we could do Bunny. All right. So uh, you go ahead and start this one. All right. So we got Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So, oh, man. It definitely was a great match, right? And shout out to Damian Priest for selling the leg injury. Um, I just like the back and forth. I like the cinematics. I like um, just how the story played out. You know how, you know how serious it was. And then, but I'm gonna tell you one thing. They should the regular roster should feel some type of way. Explain. They should feel some type of way that these celebrities are outperforming them by far. Oh, that well, that's a, that's an internal feel some kind of way because they. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was, I thought you were about to say something else. Like that ain't it ain't it ain't the uh, celebrities' fault that they outwork. No, them. no, no. I'm not saying it's the celebrities' fault, but the, the celebrities be carrying them, man. Like. <laughs> You know, Bad Bunny. Do you think first, the matches are just? You think the matches are designed that way? Um, I can't say that because not all celebrities outperform them. But recently, like, and and you know, some people might might think that I'm just I'm 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 shooting on this. But even Johnny Knoxville put up a good performance when when he had his match at WrestleMania. Uh, what was it last year? Sammy. Yeah, like, man, but Bad Bunny, I didn't expect nothing less from him. He actually looks like he deserves to be in the ring. Yeah, when was the last time uh, when was the last time he uh, performed? Who, Bad Bunny? He was in the Royal yeah. Rumble. Okay, okay. But prior to that, he must be working, uh, he must be working behind the scenes. Something. Mm-hmm. Cause he looked like he ain't missed a step. How'd you feel about all the cameos? Definitely like the cameos. I think the cameos made it even much better. Um, you know, of course you start in with a regular with Ray Mysterio and it wasn't him like initially saving the day. It was more so him getting jumped. And then like Carlito, that just, that right there was, was it. You kind of knew Savio Vega was going to, uh, was gonna we had already saw him in. earlier in the night. Exactly. Because he like, gave he gave that bunny the uh the Puerto Rican stick. stick. Yeah. But and Carlito looked like he could go, like right now. I mean, wasn't he in the rumble? Last year, I think. Yeah, I remember he definitely has shown back up and he jacked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't mind like, seeing him versus John Cena one more time. Right. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on, Triple H. Bring bring Carlito back. And then uh, Savio Vega was dope. Uh, like I said earlier, um, 
I appreciate that they finally had the LWO looking strong. Mm-hmm. But all this proved to me is that Judgment Day needs another member. Yeah, they actually been talking about that. They actually Judgment Day definitely needs another member because it was like six on two. <laughs> yeah, you know uh, somebody that they actually said possible possible possibility is Chris Masters. Chris Masters. Mm-hmm. The masterpiece. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> why? I have no clue why, but that was a name drop. That was that was. I'd rather see. I'd rather see Ryback. <laughs> uh, Ryback is never coming to WWE. Hey man, Ryback rules. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. But yeah, I could I could definitely see that because it looks like uh, the only thing I would say is um, I don't know how I feel about uh, what's his name um, from Legato Fantasma taking kind of like a backseat. Oh, uh, Escobar. Yeah, Escobar. Well, you know, eventually he's gonna turn on Ray. Yeah. Cause he's cool as a face, but he's definitely better as a heel. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, I look at him as being, you know, I need him to go back to back to his old his, not saying his old come, ways, but come out with a, the mask, <laughs> being a leader. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is taking a backseat to Ray right now because mm-hmm. because they that's because they just threw them into this uh, feud with the Judgment Day. Yeah. Ray need backup, so yeah. Once this feud concludes, we'll probably then see uh, something happen to where uh, the LWO turns on Ray and kick him out. Yeah, and then I would like to see. I wouldn't mind them staying together as the LWO, just being heels. Yeah, me too. They only said they have to stop. Um, But yeah, so Bad Bunny got that. So. Uh, moving on, we got Riddle and the tag team champions Zayn and Owens versus the Bloodline. What do you think about that? <sighs> the only thing I, I mean, <laughs> we go. the only the only th- the only thing I really can say is is that. The bloodline dramatics is what carries it. That's it. Oh yeah, that's it. Everybody did. Everybody said there was a chance that Solo was going to turn on his brothers, and it was looking like it for a quick second. Because actually, that's what he's supposed to. He was been supposed to Samoan Spike Jay and take him out. Mm-hmm. But you know, like we said before, he keep he he keeps doing that back and forth because you know Jay's pulling that big brother little brother rank on him. Mm-hmm. And it's looking like uh, we didn't really speak too much about this last episode, but if you if you want to read into the the fact that the Usos were not drafted to SmackDown with uh, the rest of the bloodline, mm-hmm. if you want to read into reports that Jimmy may be on his way out, mm-hmm. especially with uh, Trinity Fatu. Debuting in Impact. Mm. Not, not necessarily saying that Jimmy's going to go to Impact, but uh, reports are that there's a chance that he could be leaving, which could lead to the uh, the J feud with Solo and then eventually the feud to end it all or st- that, to end it with what started it, him versus Roman, mm-hmm. to get to that point. Because now that he doesn't have his brother, um, he yep. wouldn't be in the tag team anymore. He'd really be main event J. Then, yep. if you read into the then, if you read into the fact that Umaga's son has been training, he can end up being Solo's new tag partner. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff that you can read into with the bloodline, which is what keeps it thriving. Even though or, uh, Roman Reigns doesn't show up on TV ever anymore, or Jay can actually get Umaga's son. As the one to take out Solo, could be where Roman has oh. Solo, Jay has Umaga's son. 
the rightful really owner, on the rightful owner of the Samoan Spike. Wow. Wow. I really, I'm really just waiting on the day when um, either both Sos or Jay gets kicked out of the bloodline. Yeah. Because what they're doing is they're pretty much teasing it because uh, ever since they've lost the championships, they've been on a losing streak. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Roman doesn't do losing. Yeah. Whether it's him or anyone associated with him. Yep. And then Heyman keeps uh, getting in Solo's ear, mm-hmm. laying messages from Roman. Yep. So it's a, it's just a matter of time. It's just um, if we were to see a bloodline split, when would you like to see it happen? Would you like to see it on SmackDown or would you like to see it at a PLE? After a match, I would like to see it on on SmackDown. Um, it, I think it's just too predictable for it to happen at SummerSlam, um, or anything like that. I would definitely like to see it on on a live show. Makes it more suspenseful. Yeah. That'd be dope. Uh, especially because, because uh, honestly, at this point, Zane Owens and Riddle, they're in the field, but I really don't care about them. They're involving anymore. Yeah, um, it's really all about the bloodline for me. After after they took the titles off the Usos, I was really I'm pretty much cool on them uh, fighting them again. Unless you're going to tell me that they're going to get the titles back prior to Night of Champions. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't have a need to see Owens and Kate versus the Bloodline anymore. Right, that's just me. But that's to say that they actually fight at Night of Champions. Exactly. Now, if they don't want to take the, uh, if they don't want to take the titles off Zayn and Owens before Night of Champions, they may let's say they do like a some kind of angle where they weren't allowed through customs. So they couldn't make it to the show, so that way yeah. you keep the keep the keep the belts on them until after the show. So you don't have to yeah. use, so you don't have to make it predictable that they're going to lose it before Night of Champions. I can see them mm-hmm. doing something like that. I can see them doing an injury angle where one of the uh, one of the champions gets hurt, like gets jumped. Um, and let's say they try to get Riddle to take his place, but Riddle yeah. gets jumped too, like. Uh-huh. <laughs> something like that. I can see either one of those scenarios happening because it's getting to the point now where honestly, I don't think they're going to take the titles off of them before Night of Champions. Or the typical thing is that instead of them defending at Night of Champions, they defend the day before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Alright, so uh, let's get to our main event of the night. Well, not main event, but main event of what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, American Nightmare Cody Rhodes versus the Beast Brock Lesnar. Mm. <laughs> Got the aftermath of what happened on your screen behind you, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's so that's real cowboy shit right there. So I like, I mean, I like the match. Me personally, um, I think I like, I like the match. I think I like the match only because of the different version of Brock Lesnar that we get, right? And mm-hmm. the main thing is, yeah, boom. Cody took him off guard from the first for the mm-hmm. first jump off, which definitely twists a lot of things because usually when we see Brock Lesnar in the match, Brock Lesnar is the one who gets the first upper hand, right? And then mm-hmm. his opponent is struggling throughout the rest of the match. But how did this go? Cody actually is the one who jump started it all. Mm-hmm. So then we see Brock Lesnar fighting for his life. Yep. And then uh, Cody uh, busted him open. Well, Brock busted himself open, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in my story, Cody busted him open. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how'd you feel about uh, Brock picking out of two crossroads, but then losing it on a roll up? Um. Hmm. What I see is it still keeps some. 
it still keeps both of them kind of strong. Mm-hmm. Um, it it shows that Brock Lesnar is beatable, but he's not beatable to your finisher, right? At least not um, two of them. You gotta do like you remember shit. I remember at one point, I feel like Roman speared his ass like ten times. Yeah, and then like you have to hit it multiple, multiple. Right, and then even with Cody, Cody kicked out of a five. Right. So it made him look yeah. strong. It made him look determined. And so the roll up was why he was locked into a Kimura. We've seen it before, but it's like those are it's one of those desperation pins. And mm-hmm. Brock is so locked into I'm about to make you submit that he totally forgets that, oh man, I'm pinned. Mm-hmm. You know, so it yeah, kind of I appreciate so it kind of looks like a, a lapse of judgment. But it keeps them both strong and extends the rivalry, which we just got on Monday. You know, it this is literally a true back and forth. This I was is, uh I was concerned that this was gonna be a one-off. Yeah. Um and I no, but we actually talked about this last week. We said that uh Cody was going to fight, was gonna compete to challenge for the championship. But remember, we we all said that he wasn't going to be a finalist to fight for it. I know I said Seth Rollins. Well, let's go ahead and get to it. Yeah. So done with with Backlash. Let's go ahead and get to uh, Monday Night Raw and the tournament to crown the new new championship. Yep. So so go ahead. You were saying? So uh, we had a triple threat match. Um, The first one was... The Miz versus Seth Rollins versus who did they who did they fight? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think about it now. Cause it was the damn who was it? And Finn. This is... And Finn Baller. No, no, it wasn't no. Finn. No, they fought in the finals. Um Finn fought against Shinsuke and Shinsuke uh, and Cody. Yeah. So it was, I know it was Seth, The Miz, and Dog on it. Yeah. Look this up. Uh, hold on. And Damian Priest. Okay. No, it was Seth, Shinsuke, and Damian Priest. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so Seth beat Shinsuke Nakamura and Damian Priest. Damian Priest was still was lagging from his injury. Um, so he went on to the semifinals, and then we had Cody Rhodes versus The Miz versus Finn Balor, and Brock Lesnar came and interfered in that match and took out Cody Rhodes, and Finn Balor uh, defeated The Miz by pinfall. Um. Just I I, I I said it on the podcast last week that Brock was going to interfere in this because I knew it wasn't over. I knew it wasn't going to be over. Um, and now it's going. It, now, I want to say we see the trickle effect to the end of Brock Lesnar, right? Um, but the end of him is him still staying strong. He's still going to be a beast. He's still going to be a monster. But we 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 are seeing like the end of Brock Lesnar in WWE as we speak. You know, I, I don't know if I like it, like the fact that it's Cody. I'm not saying that it's going to end with Cody, but that's what it's kind of looking like. Well, you know, the uh, they're on this build Cody up campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to make it, trying to make him earn his spot, even though he won the Royal Rumble, he did come in at number thirty, so yep. that was an advantage. But um, they're having him uh, earn it more. So with that, this, this is this is perfect. I thought that Cody was going to get squashed by Brock. I'm not gonna lie. There, yeah. there. I think, actually... they, I think that you still could, you still could have kept him strong even in a squash because it yeah. was Brock. Yeah. <laughs> But you know they're giving 
once again, he's gotten endorsed by John Cena, so they're giving him the John Cena effect. Mm-hmm. But it's more so Cody Rhodes. Um, I know how I know you don't like the tournament specifically because there are raw superstars that I mean SmackDown superstars that are competing for a raw championship. Yes, for a raw championship. Which is pretty much which pretty much tells me that Seth Rollins beat Finn Balor. Let's go ahead and get to that. Um I said I texted y'all, I texted a few other people. I texted that Finn just can't catch a break. like anytime Finn is up for some kind of championship has a big win um, that's laid out for him he can't win it he hasn't won anything he hasn't won anything significant um, excluding NXT he hasn't won anything significant since he won the first Universal Championship in 2016 seven years ago yeah and it's crazy because I really want to say that like Seth is his barrier. And he already conquered that barrier because he beat him already. Yeah, but at the same time, we were still, well, yeah, because I mean, Seth hurt him and then Seth got screwed and KO actually won the title. So, but, um, yeah, he just can't catch a break. I mean, I would like to see Finn as champion again. Um, Hopefully it's something that it goes down the road. I just don't. I I said from the jump that I feel like Seth is going to be the first world's world heavyweight champion. And then by them having a SmackDown side to this tournament, it pretty much solidifies that Seth is going to win this championship. Yeah. Now, this is who's fighting on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. We have. <laughs> Which I'm so sick and tired of it, but this is how you know he's not going to win. Neither one of these two are going to win. But you got in the first triple threat match, you got Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory versus Sheamus. Who's winning? Sheamus. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Because Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley are going to make it about themselves. Now, Mm -hmm. And Bronson Reed might get involved again. Exactly. So, in the second one, which is actually a pretty formidable triple threat match, we have AJ Styles on his return from injury. Mm -hmm. We have Edge, who's been ghost ever since WrestleMania. And we have Rey Mysterio repping the LWO. Now, if you Mm -hmm. remember... This goes Ray has back, no chance. <laughs> but this goes back in history a little bit because Royal Heavyweight Championship on the line, Ray B. Edge. Mm-hmm. Did he not? Uh, I can't remember. I think it was Edge. But they've they've had a rivalry. Um, they've had a rivalry with Judgment Day and everything like that. Um so they literally teamed up against Judgment Day. They did. Mm-hmm. The last interaction, they were friends. Yep. So um, I think um, I would probably I would probably say AJ's going to win this, um, unless you want to do a rematch of Seth and Edge, which would be a great match. I mean, you could um, do a rematch see... of Seth, Seth and Rey Mysterio. I was, I was just about to say I don't want to see that after the whole. Let me take your eye out. I'm <laughs> I'm good. I'm good on seeing Seth and Ray. Um, yeah. Ray got other things to deal with. Just the Judgment Day is done with Edge. They're not done with Ray Mysterio. They can so, almost be done with Edge because I feel like Edge. that if they if they interfere in that match, they're going after both of them, which gives AJ the the uplift. Now we really have never seen AJ versus Sheamus, so that would be a great match for a semifinals match. Mm-hmm. And if Indeed. it is the case, then I will pick AJ. So we have A versus Seth. Because even though I think Seth is going to win whoever he fights against, um, you want to put on not saying that Sheamus and Seth can't have a great match, but I think Seth versus AJ will be a phenomenal, no pun intended match. This variation of Sheamus, no. 
Now, if we had if we had Celtic Warrior Sheamus, absolutely. But Brawling Brute Sheamus, I just don't see that. Um, and then what I also see is based upon this, AJ and Seth have never held the World Heavyweight Championship. Edge and Ray both have held the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, world heavyweight. Yeah, correct. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so AJ and Seth, you know, that's something that they could battle for and it could add on to their resume. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think, um, we'll, we're going we're to do our predictions for Night of Champions, but do you see any way that Seth Rollins doesn't win this championship? Um, No, <laughs> because all six of these guys are literally are potentially Romans next six uh, feuds, really. Everybody that's in that tournament has the option to uh, has the opportunity to face Roman for the uh, Universal World Heavyweight Championship. I wonder I wonder why Drew wasn't in the uh, Raw tournament. Say so you, Mike. Me and Mike went out. All right, it's muted. Yeah, you're still muted. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. All right. No, I was saying uh, Drew's still going through contract negotiations. Okay. I figured that's why, what it was because uh, uh, Drew would have been a perfect candidate to win this championship. Yeah. But I don't know. So, oh, yeah. So now that we're um, finished with that, How'd you feel about uh, Becky Lynch making her return? I actually missed that. <laughs> oh, you missed it? Yeah. Okay, so Trish, and first off, I know I texted y'all this, but honestly, my God, have Trish's promos always been this bad and cringe? Yeah, she was never a good promo. I mean, Jesus. I love Trish, but my God, when she first cut that promo explaining how she turned on Becky, you you know they was pumping in crowd noise, right? Yeah. You could hear it. <laughs> they were pumping in the booze. But it's like, Trish, you look good. You 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 really you're great in the ring, but your mic skills are trash. <laughs> yeah. It's like she's it's like she's thinking too hard about what she's trying to say and trying to get the right inflection and I don't know. I'm just not a fan of it. And I don't maybe because <laughs> I was younger. When I was younger, I didn't catch it like I'm catching now. You know? <laughs> but oh yeah, but you said you missed it. So she came out, she did like like all heels do, teased Becky's music. Played it. Of course, nobody came out. She cut it off, started making fun of the crowd or whatever. They played it again. She said, oh, no, stop stop doing that. Stop doing that. And then um, real Becky, I said real Becky, Becky came out <laughs> and then attacked her. And that's pretty much how it went. And then Becky said something. And then it sounded like she was trying to say something again, but they cut the mic off. Lord. But I guess now the question is, when do we see the return of Lita, or are we going to see the return of Lita? I think we will see it. Uh, mm, just not sure when. I don't see them having – I don't want them to have a match at Night of Champions, man. It's Night of Champions. Well, you know they're going to throw some matches on there that aren't championship matches. Well, then it needs to be number one contenders matches. If they really want to do Night of Champions, they need to have some NXT championships uh, up there. You can fill the card with all championships. 
Yep. Like they should have, like they like real talk. They should have the uh the women's tournament that's going on for NXT. They should have that finale at uh United Champions. Well, I think they got like a takeover uh going on yeah. that same weekend because I know uh yeah. Braun Breaker is fighting Carmelo Hayes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, you see, Gigi wants to go back to her uh Priscilla Kelly uh. Hmm. Uh character yeah i think they uh since we we talk about nc i think that we are i think we're being um it's a it's a disservice that we're not getting toxic attraction on the main roster at the tag team i don't know why they always feel that i know breaking up tag and having them feud has been a long a long lasting thing in professional wrestling but if you're gonna do that, I'd rather be done on the main roster and not at NXT. I think yeah. they should have moved up. They definitely could have been because the women's tag division in on Raw and SmackDown is in desperate need of new and fresh teams, which is why I'm glad they brought up two teams from NXT. Yeah. Or you could have even had them you could have drafted them individually, right? Mm-hmm. And then they them being the new girls on from NXT, they get jumped, they get jumped. And boom, they're forced into, you know, creating toxic attraction again. Kind of like what Triple H and Shawn Michaels went through. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, before we get we done, yeah, before we get done, let's go ahead and switch gears over to AEW. Uh, yes. All right. So before we talk about uh, the main AEW topic, um, just quick thoughts. Um, have you been paying attention to how they've been using Jay White? Kind of, sort of. Not really getting the. It's kind of. It's kind of like they're making it seem like he's like Jude Robinson's muscle. Not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, they the initial plan was to Juice. Juice Robinson was supposed to be like a man of his own. You you know what I'm saying? Like he was supposed to be kind of like the the newest it factor coming in at AEW, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't. Mike, Juice Robinson is honestly the muscle. Mm-hmm. He's the muscle where Jay White is the voice, you know, so I get what you're saying and everything, so maybe he kind of just needs some tweaking. That's why they got Jay White there. Um, you know, kind of like what they did with Britt Baker helping um Jamie yeah Jamie Hayter yeah it's, it's only short term yeah I'm ready I'm ready to see um when Jay starts having his um starts having solo feuds because mm-hmm. right now um who is it Ricky Starks is the is the uh target of them yeah um, I know he, uh, he starts teamed with Sean Spears. I'm trying to figure out when Sean Spears became a face. I need to definitely to get back on my AW. <laughs> yeah, he it was like a month ago and he actually came in there and helped. Uh, he had helped um, Ricky Starks. I'm glad and, that um, I'm, I'm glad that Spears is back on TV because I remember he, him and Cody was uh, Cody's first big feud on uh, AW. Yep. He became the chairman and everything. Uh, yeah. Spears, that is. And then also wanted to uh, give a quick mention about the uh, Four Pillars, how they keep having their uh, beef. Uh, you know, as Sammy joined up with MJ, MJF, yeah, but his but his girl Ty Mello ran up on him and was saying pretty much is like, "What are you doing? You don't even like MJF." Like, mm-hmm. what do you? Why are you? Why are you doing this? Why are you hanging out with him? Why are you teaming with him? He's not your friend. All this other stuff, because him and uh, MJF were teaming against uh, Jack Perry and uh, Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. Um, I think Darby and Jack Jungle Boy got the win. Yeah, yeah, I think they got the win. So interested to see how this uh, fan four way at Double Earth is going to go. Because mm-hmm. what was it? Uh, MJF is going to pay off Sammy to take a dive. Yeah, and you know Sammy's not doing that. 
Yeah. Especially now with his girl off in his ear like that. Yeah. But all right, let's get to the main event of the evening and the main event of this show. Uh, we got Kenny Omega versus John Moxley in a steel cage match. Probably one of the best steel cage matches I've seen in a while. Edge on crazy. Yeah. That uh that V trigger through the cage. Yo, he, he yeah, he almost took his leg off. Because <laughs> he got trapped. Yeah. <laughs> and then um I we spoke about this before. I love the rules that AEW has for cage matches. Mm-hmm. That you can you could climb outside the cage, you can fight outside the cage, but the winner has to be determined inside the cage. Yep, in our submission. Yep. I love that. Um, their cage is a little taller than WWE's. And their cage is actually, actually not little. Their cage is a lot taller. Their cage is actually like a, used as a weapon. Yeah. It look, shit, their their cage looks like a hell in a cell. It does. With no top. Yep. Um so we got uh during the at during the finish, Kenny hits Moxley with the uh one winged angel. And right when he's to uh Get the victory, Don Callis. Initially, Don Callis jumped in the ring, took the screwdriver from Moxley, got shoved out, and then when Kenny hit him with the finisher, Don Callis came back into the ring and stabbed Kenny with the screwdriver. Yep. Brian Danson was on commentary, going crazy. Oh my god! And then Moxley ended up winning. So, so Don Callis turns heel on Kenny Omega, which I called because. I said that Don Callis just didn't just didn't make sense as the manager of a face faction because Don Callis is innately a heel, kind of like uh, kind of like Paul Heyman, like Paul Heyman, like Paul Heyman. He probably could be a face manager, but he's better as a heel manager. Very like, true. It just doesn't it just doesn't work well. Now I don't know if this is going to lead to Callis joining the BCC in some shape, form, fashion. There we go. Or if he's just going to um, go, just go on his own, like turn on Kenny and then just go on his own and maybe get some, maybe start another group or find another fighter to take under his wing, like to catch yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. What you think? Potentially BCC. Because mm-hmm. Danielson is cool, but after all these years, his mic skills still ain't the greatest. Yeah, man. <laughs> he needs to be in the ring. It still sounds kind of forced. Um, Don Callis would actually be a pretty good fit for the Blackpool Combat Club. Yep. Um, If anybody needs to be doing the talking, it's Moxley. Right. But Danielson is the bigger star, I guess, which is why Mm -hmm. he does most of the talking. Um, But but Moxley should be the one that does. We could we could kind of see Don Callis being more so behind Claudio and Yuta during their matches. Yeah, I could definitely yeah. see that. They're definitely you. They every time they speak, they consistently call him one of the best in the world. So they're definitely trying to build up his profile. Mm-hmm. He does have uh he fights a lot of solo matches on ROH. Yeah. Um but yeah, man, that shit was it was cool. Um I think they're leading to a blood and guts match mm-hmm. uh, between the between the elite and the BCC. Yeah. Which uh more than likely um I can see the elite winning that. Um, but yeah, man, do you have any anything else AEW related? Um, Keith Lee, dye your hair. Um, <laughs> like kinda, Cisco out there. Yeah, I'm kind of over this whole swerve faction with um the 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 Moogle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm over that. Like you, you got Rick Ross throwing a a, a knee to somebody. Come on, AEW, you're not for the uh, the cinematics. Okay, we haven't got there yet. Um, <laughs> just keep it in the ring. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, again, shout out to Anna Jay. A fat ass to the bad attitude, apparently. Um, she did match lose was to. Good. You know, I say she just lost to Julia Hart. I'm glad yeah. that uh, Julia Hart starting to get some more shine because I was wondering 
she was, it was looking kind of iffy there for a minute. She was just coming out of the house of black, but and just interfering in their matches. Yeah, but, uh, but they had you a, see the they house of black. Match. They got their own. Uh, they got their own match now. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I forgot the name. It was like open house or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something like that. But they got their own match. But shout out to them. Um, the trios are still going strong. Yep. So I like that. Uh, I was nervous for a second, but I don't know why it was gonna need to be because AW has no factions to where the trios titles will always be on the line. Yeah, I feel like this is probably the best championship in wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. And then you know there's a six there's a six man one in ROH. Mm-hmm. They call it something different. Um yep. yeah. I didn't don't really know what's going on with Jade right now. She's still doing her her thing. She's she's still training hard. I know she went over uh went out overseas to do some training. So um hopefully they're getting ready to after their actual year cycle, they get ready to boost her up to out of the mid card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, that's really oh yeah, Adam Cole and uh Jericho. I'm interested to see how this is gonna keep playing out with the JAS versus uh Adam Cole and Roger Strong now that he's AW and he's uh aligned back up with Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. I'm wait need to look and see the timetable of Kyle O'Reilly's return. Yeah. If he is coming back. And to see how long uh, Bobby Fish contract with uh, Impact is. Well, I mean, he left when Cole and O'Reilly were there. So you think Roger Strong would be what, would, what could bring him back? Who, Bobby Fish? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he signed to Impact right now. So two of his boys was there when he decided to leave. So yeah, you, you think Roger Strong would be enough to like let's get the band back together? Mm, possibly. No, nah, I think Kyle O'Reilly would be. Okay. Yeah, if Kyle Both. when Kyle O'Reilly comes back, you know, I think he's gonna bring his tag team partner back with him. That'd be dope. Yeah. That'd be dope. But all right, man. Hey, I thank y'all. Uh, I'm about to say appreciate y'all for coming out. Uh Thank you again. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to YouTube, to the YouTube channel. Um, like, comment. Also, um, hit that bell notification so anytime we go live, you will get notified. So you can go ahead and join us for these great discussions. Um, follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, you can also listen to some of our ODs on Anchor, Spotify, Apple. Um, iTunes, we on there. Go back and check out some of the old YouTube videos. Uh, yes, sir. Go back and go back and check us and see if uh, some of our predictions that are coming true. Some of these things that we say, we say a lot of things on these, and we give we try to give you an episode like at least once a week. If you can't do that, at least once every two. So we say a lot of things, and I forget some of the stuff that we say. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and hold us accountable for some of the stuff. See who's see who's right. See who's wrong. But uh, I'm your boy Trey, aka OTR Trey, and I'm your boy JD, aka OTR Mike Drop. All right. Peace, y'all.